Hi, my friend. Have you signed up for the Decoding Obesity Hangout yet? It is a free monthly meetup to discuss struggles with obesity, find accountability partners, and so much more. Now, I know it can be very challenging at times to discuss troubles with weight. I started Decoding Obesity Hangout for this very reason. I wanted to create a safe environment to discuss your struggles. It is a free, safe space to discuss everything obesity. So head on over to www.decodingobesity.com forward slash hangout to sign up. This is the Decoding Obesity Podcast, where we simplify, demystify, and decode obesity, helping you lose weight and feel great. So gear up for a fascinating journey through this ever-evolving field, and let's see what we find. And please remember that the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com, for show notes and more info. And now, here's your host of the Decoding Obesity Podcast, Dr. Avishkar Sabarwal. Hi, friends. I have a question for you. Do you normally pay attention to what sequence you eat your meal in? I'm sure you've all heard of a three-course meal. There is an appetizer, there's an entree followed by a dessert. Ever wondered if there's any science behind meal sequencing? What would happen if we reverse the order? There are some cultures that actually start their meals with something sweet. Now, on the last episode, we did touch a bit on you know, how meal sequencing affects our blood sugar spikes in our body and so forth. So I decided, let me just do a full episode on this. Now, this is going to be a brief episode because the data on this is still evolving. But I find this really fascinating. Even the same foods that you eat just by changing the sequence in which you eat them can affect your body, right? It's so amazing. Okay, let's dive in. You see, the research shows that while eating the right foods is important, even the sequence in which they are consumed can affect our satiety levels and how our blood sugar spikes. The concept of meal sequencing, interestingly enough, is actually not new. What I could find from my research online was that it dates back to at least the Vedic era, which was 600 to 300 BC at least. And this is explained in one of the Ayurvedic texts. They mentioned that the foods that are sweet should be taken first at the beginning of the meal, followed by sour and salty taste. It goes on to mention that fruit should be the ones that are eaten first. Right? And then it gives further instructions on how to properly sequence your foods, how to eat them. But obviously, these instructions were not based on the current science that we have. They did not employ the current scientific methods that we employ in our research. But I just wanted to bring this up to bring home the point that this has been of interest to us humans for a very, very long time. Okay, let's talk about the impact of meal sequencing on our satiety. There is a small study suggesting that eating fruit at the beginning of the meals may help with satiety. Now, interestingly enough, even that Ayurvedic text mentions eating fruits right at the beginning of the meal, right? This is so interesting. When we talk about satiety, it depends on the volume of the food and also the macronutrient composition. So obviously, anything that will bulk up our food, for example, water, as in the case of soups or fiber, as in the case of salads, fruits, vegetables, gives more satiety per calorie. As far as fiber goes, I want to point out to you all that it can either be a soluble fiber or an insoluble fiber. And there are various studies looking at both types of fibers. But what we find is that especially the soluble fiber is more satiating. 
So soluble fiber is anything that gets dissolved in water forms a gel kind of a substance after absorbing the water increases in size it will slow the digestion extend the release of appetite regulating hormones and hence improve the satiety. So soluble fibers particularly those that are high viscosity will be better for regulating your appetite. And interestingly we do employ this even in our medical practice because one of the medications that recently got approved for use in overweight and obesity forms a hydrocolloid gel after absorbing water just very similar to what the soluble fibers would do among the macronutrients proteins are the most satiating followed by carbohydrates and lastly fats within the proteins themselves there is slight variation in the amount of satiation each one of them provides and the insulin spike that you may see with different proteins but overall i think the difference is very small I came across a review actually that talks about what would be the ideal sequence of foods to improve your satiety. And they basically say that if you have something that's high in fiber and high in water in the beginning followed by a protein course and then lastly eating carbohydrates or fatty foods would be the ideal way to improve your satiety which makes sense to some extent. Now let's talk about the glycemic effect of foods or how food sequencing will affect your blood sugar levels. This becomes very very interesting and very fascinating because even if you eat the same foods just changing the sequence will affect your blood sugar levels. There was a study from Cornell which was a very small study with very few participants but nonetheless they did see very impressive results with this. They found that they gave the participants exactly the same foods just changing the sequence. They found that if the patients ate vegetables and protein before the carbs like breads the blood sugar levels were much lower after the meal. There have been various other studies that also support eating carbohydrates last. Now over here when we talk about carbohydrates of course vegetables are also a type of carbohydrate but we're talking about more refined carbohydrates like pasta, breads etc. This may be a good technique for people with diabetes to employ. This is so interesting, right? Of course As with anything in nutritional sciences it is so difficult to perform a large scale long term trial because they're so expensive and it's very difficult to control people's eating habits and so food sequencing may or may not work depending on the individual but i think this may be a small change in the way we eat which definitely may be worth exploring so the next time you go to a restaurant make sure you order the salad first followed by the entree and the breads at last if you're not skipping them entirely before i sign out for today i wanted to remind you to make sure you sign up for the next hangout meeting and leave me a review on apple podcast thank you so much everyone for tuning in i'll see you all next time you've been listening to the decoding obesity podcast Please remember, the information in this podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely of the host and his guests and do not constitute medical advice. Views and opinions on this show do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of any organization. And that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening in. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com for show notes and more info. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review and subscribe on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time. <laughs>